Hi, my name is Kevin McDonald, and I'm declaring my independence. Independence from what? Why, negative thoughts and energy, of course. Chief among them, hate, division, and fear. You see, I know that we're all one, and together we can solve any problem, save our planet and each other. Please, join me as we come together as one and choose a better way to be. So now, let's begin with my independence report. to my independence report it's monday and it's uh, march 15th my lord margaret how time flies uh it's march 15th already we've got a great show for you today we have a great week followed by a great week we had last week on the show which we'll talk about at some point in time i'm sure um, but today we have a, a wonderful author and she has made this kind of her life work and we're going to talk about all of that and who she is, where she came from and why and all that. And we'll even get into the book because I think the book is really cool. So in any event, I'd like to uh, welcome uh, Jamie Lerner to the podcast. Uh, Jamie, how are you today? I'm really good. Thank you so much for inviting me today. Oh, you're so you're so awesomely welcome because it's really cool that you're um able to come on here and we're going to talk about about you and and your book and where you came from and all of that i want to start with when you were a child you felt different i think i think that's that's what i read and that you've always felt like you were i i don't know whether different is the right way of putting it but but enlightened certainly um tell, so tell us about you about where you came from and and how you've got to be at this point okay so i was born with a knowing and i do believe we are all born with a knowing about ourselves and i heard my own voice very clearly from the earliest time that i can remember and I was so clear about what that voice was saying to me and how it was directing. However, I was not really connected to my mother, the person who actually brought me into this world. So it was a bit confusing for me to be so clear and connected to myself and directed by my inner knowing. And yet the person that brought me into this world, I. I couldn't quite get the emotional connection with. So, however, I was brought up in a family that really encouraged us to stay true to ourselves. So although my parents were not emotionally available to us, they were extremely supportive of who we were individually becoming um, pretty much every moment of our tumultuous journeys. I was a handful. I was the kid that no parent wanted their child to hang out with. I was way ahead of my time. I was um, not easily influenced or influenced at all by anyone or anything. And so yeah, I don't know if I was different, but I know that, um, that people perceive me to be um, very rebellious, non-compliant, and um, that made it a little bit complicated for people who uh, were in my life. So, <laughs> when you when you when you tell me that you woke up, or when you woke up, when you were born, and from a very early childhood, you had a, a knowing. 
uh, describe some, some people are asking, okay, what, what does that knowing look like? And, and how did you know that you had it? I felt very connected to myself and always have. So I hear my own inner voice all the time and always did as a child. So when the rest of the group was going one direction, if that did not make sense to me, I did not go in that direction. And that pretty much goes for, for everything. Um, I can't say that it's very different today because it's not. <laughs> so you, you, are, you are what would be called a rebel. And are, are, I am definitely a rebel. However, um, I think that my inner knowing is for myself. Like, I don't believe I know what's best for anyone else, but I am so sure I know what's best for me. Um, and therein lies the difference. I don't try to influence people, take them along. I just be who I am and stay true to who I am. So... Um, and it really helped that my parents encouraged us to do that. Um, and what we were, you know, I was a product of the 70s, and I think it was a lot different. So it was easier for them to kind of like encourage us to really, and there's five of us, and we're all very different, and we're all extremely true to who we are. So, yeah. That's really cool that, that you can... Um that you can appreciate who you are and listen to your inner voice. Tell us what that sounds like, because a lot of people have, well, I, I believe all of us have that inner voice. I believe that most of us don't listen to that inner voice uh, for whatever reason. Um, why, what separates you? Why were you, was it such a strong uh, presence in your life that you felt really, really guided by it? I think so. I think because I was so tuned in instead of tuned out. And I think that when we, um, maybe it was because of my feeling of not really being connected to my mom that helped me tune in to myself in order for guidance. Instead of being in an environment where someone was trying to control and mold me or direct me. So um, in some ways I feel so appreciative now as I've kind of unraveled this um, interesting issue for myself, half my life later, um, that that was the case because she really taught me to stay connected to myself and to listen to myself and to guide myself and to really understand that there are no consequences. There are outcomes. So that really allowed us to make mistakes. And if in fact it wasn't a good outcome, then we were able to try again and again and again without fear of being reprimanded or um, feel bad about ourselves. You know, it's interesting because in one, in one aspect, it sounds like you and your mom did not have a very good relationship, but at the same time, in another aspect, she honored who you are so that you could become who is sitting before me today. Is, is your mom still with us? No, she's not. She transitioned oh, 12, 11 years ago. And when she did, she was in the ICU and intubated and in a mentally induced, a medically induced coma. And I sat with her for five days and all the love from her poured out to me. And I felt like, oh my goodness, this is the beginning of our mother and daughter relationship. And then she transitioned. 
And so when that happened, I sat down with a friend of mine and this book, The Ever-Loving Essence of You, poured through me in honor of my mother because the book really is about creating and recreating a connected relationship with oneself. And I believe the only reason my mother really couldn't connect with me is because she was not connected with herself. I mean, she was an amazing force of nature and she believed that there were 48 hours in every day and she spent her life, you know, helping, um, you know, the disenfranchised and doing so many things in avoidance in many ways uh, of addressing herself. You know, oftentimes we as humans tend to go off on the deep end and we don't necessarily listen to our inner self and to our guides and to all the people that are around us. Do you believe that there are, in addition to your inner self, do you believe that that is coupled with folks on the other side and your spirit guides and those folks that are helping you to uh, formulate your life and to keep you moving forward? I do, and I also think that there are guides in this life that are helping me. However, how I get to those guides and those resources is by being open to receiving the guidance. So when we can trust our intuition, when we can hear how we think and what we're feeling, then we're directed to resources that either resonate with us or do not. And when something resonates with us, we explore it further and further and further. And that's how we ideally are able to tap into the multitude of resources interdimensionally. So trusting ourselves is a really important part, I think, of um, you know, staying connected to ourselves. Since you've been, since you've been, <laughs> sorry, I have to ask this, since you've been um, um, guided your whole life and you've been in touch your whole life with, with your other, with the other side and within with uh, your, your uh, higher self, uh, where do you see all of this going? Where do you see all of us being? I think that we can either wait to get there go to heaven, or we can create it for ourselves here and now. And I believe that it is a choice and that we have the opportunity to step into taking personal responsibility and to begin to direct our lives in such a way that we are actually creating a life that we would want to live with our thoughts and our feelings, first and foremost. You, you, just, you just said the magic word, which is personal responsibility, because so many of us, choose not to we choose to the blame game i'm going to blame this i'm going to blame that rather than i'm responsible for what i do and what happens to me how do you help people understand that they solely are responsible for themselves well i think sometimes it's difficult because society rewards the victim mentality we're put on a pedestal for being the victim and we are not empowered in many ways especially if we are watching television to take personal responsibility and to take control of our lives so you, i ask people to turn off their television <laughs> Good luck <with> that. <laughs> and to maybe you know tune into something that's um 
a, a little more um, emotionally intelligent, uh, and then to start to hear their own voice if possible, and give them the option that, you know, take personal responsibility is an option, and it will help you figure out, you know, what you want to do with your life and how you want to do it. On the other hand, I also ask people, if you don't want to take personal responsibility, at least cop to it. At least say, you know what? I am going to use every excuse I can find to blame every person that I know for what is happening in my life. I'm just a perpetual victim. And that's where I'm choosing to stay. And I say, that's great. There is a lot of power in that. I really believe. So in many ways, that is taking personal responsibility, choosing to be the victim. And if you choose, yeah, if you choose to be the victim, uh, doesn't that mean that you get to be a victim again until you figure it out and get it right? Exactly. You're a victim. once a victim, always a victim. It's a choice. It's a lifestyle. I believe it's a lifestyle. But if you're not happy in that lifestyle, you can choose something different for yourself that will really work. Taking personal responsibility works. It really does. It helps us create our lives for ourselves and make choices. The other thing is most people don't even know what they want. You know, you ask people all day long, what do you want? And they tell you all day long what they do not want. And what do they have? They have what they do not want. So <laughs> what you think about is what you get. What you're choosing to think about is what you get. So, and how, you, how, how creation works. It, <laughs> um, you know, because if you, if you want to create the life that you really want to live, you then you have to live that life, don't you? Well, I think that you first have to understand that you're worthy and you can have that. So you have to be clear. I think it's helpful to have contrast, to have everything in your life you do not want because it helps you become clear. What do you want? And that is a big question for people. People are not used to asking themselves that question. So if you can do that, I think that's a great start. People are not used to saying, as an example, if I were to say to you, Jamie, you are one hell of a writer. That is a beautiful book you've written. A lot of people will say, well, well, thank you. I know, you know, I just kind of just sort of rather than accepting the compliment as intended, they will poo-poo it or they will say, well, you know, everybody can write and that's it. So isn't it important for us if we are going to accept who we really are when somebody has a compliment for us to accept it fully? I think we do when we're connected to ourselves because I think something like writing a book comes through us. We, own, we are not even writing the book. We are just the vessel through which the book is coming through us. And I do believe that everyone can write a book. And I do believe that there is a book in everyone. Because there are people have had amazing experiences that they probably want to share. And it would be helpful if they would share it. So, you know, if you want to write a book, you should write a book, first of all. And second of all, when you're connected to yourself, you can hear the compliment in such a way it feels good. It's like, thank you so much. Do you know what that means, don't you? It, what that means to me is that the book that you've written, which remind me of the title again. The Ever-Loving Essence of You. 
in order for you to write that book, when you were prior to being a baby here and you were on the other side, you set up a series of experiences that you can have through life that would eventually take you to where you are now, where you can write that book. Am I correct in that? Yes, only if I allowed it to be, because I could have spent my whole life not allowing. I could have spent my whole life resisting. I could have spent my whole night life not being tuned in to myself and hearing the tap on my shoulder all day long that most people do. They're being tapped on the shoulder and they say, not now, I'm busy, don't bother me. <laughs> it's their inner inner being, inner knowing, kind of like needling them to, to look at something, to listen to something, to see something. So, yes, I think that that's true. You know, a lot of people would say, well, you know, I would really love to write a book, but, you know, no, books don't do all that well, and, and I don't really have a lot of time, and I'm working, and I got the kids, and I've got PTA, and I got all this. I don't, just don't have time to do that. Shut up and leave me alone until down the road when it's way, way down the road, and then they say, golly, why didn't I write that book? This is true, and so that comes to the idea of um, inspired action. So when we take inspired action, action that comes from any inspiration, which actually is kind of a um, calling from the divine, uh, it turns out great and it's easy. So this book was written in a weekend. It was so, it just poured through me and the co-author as well. So anything that you feel inspired to do, like in a moment, true inspiration is such a great jumping off point. You know, I learned that, that, and it's amazing that you said it exactly how it should be said. And then that is, it's easy. I'm going to tell you just a real quick story. Uh, when I was younger, I and I was doing radio before, I ran into a, a network marketing program called Isogenics, and uh, I wanted to join Isogenics and wanted to be part of it. So me and a group of five other people, five gals and myself, we were hooked up with a guy who was a mentor, and he was real good at network marketing, and he knew all about it and stuff. And so we would have a meeting every day, and he would say, this is your, this is your um, mission for today. Go out and do this. And all of us were saying, oh, golly, it's so hard. I can't do it. It's just tough. And until one day, one of the people in the group said, I've made a fundamental shift. It's easy. I can do this. It is easy, and I'm going to have fun doing it. She's now a multimillionaire in that network marketing program because <laughs> Her mindset changed from one of, I can't, it's so hard, to, I can do this, and it's easy. Well, the thing is, when it feels hard, that's not the time to do anything. Procrastination is our friend. It reminds us to get into alignment with our task at hand. So if you're filled with resistance, don't do it. And wait till you have inspired action. That goes for doing anything. I don't do anything I don't want to do, ever. Have, well, I have to, I have to reframe the situation and create um, a feeling within myself 
that will allow me to do it and feel good. Because if you do something and you're not feeling good about it and you're resentful, it doesn't feel good to you or the other person. So people say yes all day long to things they don't want to say yes to instead of saying something like, let me think about that and get back to you. It's, it's vital that, that you respond to yourself and understand who you really are and what, what you know, because a lot of us are people pleasers. I would consider myself a people pleaser. If somebody wants me to do something, I'll do everything that I can to do it. But there are times when it's just not right. It doesn't. And, and normally when that happens, it doesn't work out well. So what do you say when you know that that's not something you actually are wanting to do when someone is asking well, something getting- of you? I'm getting better at saying, no, I, I, I don't feel that. I don't feel good about that. That doesn't, that doesn't resonate with me. It doesn't resonate with the, the program that I'm trying to create. The, the essence of who I am, the essence of what this is, is not that. And so I'm, I'm learning to do better at that. And I think people really appreciate that because they know where you stand. I don't hear anything you just said as rejection or even as a no. It's more like you're choosing to honor yourself which really has nothing to do with the person that is asking something of you. And there's a difference. There is. There is. And a lot of times somebody will ask something of you because it is in their best interest, but it may or may not be in your best interest in, in, in a whole myriad of things. Um, you, you, you need to, I, I believe you, it's important for you to feel good about what you're doing and to be excited about it. I'll give you, I'll give you an, another quick example. I, I, right now I'm doing anywhere from eight to 12 podcasts a week. I love every one of them. I study them. I enjoy them. I enjoy talking to you. You fill up my soul. And so I don't care if, if anybody else listens to this, from the standpoint of I need to make money and da, 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 and I need to have hits and da, da, da. I don't care. Some whoever needs to hear your message will hear it. Do you agree uh, with that? Yes, and I think that's wonderful. I really do. So I think that's being, you being true to you. And um, the same thing goes for writing a book. You know, if you're going to write a book, write it for you and put it out there so people can find it and enjoy it or not. Exactly. Now after. After your mom passed and you sat down and you, and this book flowed through you, um, did it surprise you? No, it didn't. It really didn't. And every single word of this book is a feeling, which is so interesting. This book is loving. It's gentle. I read this book every month and reread it to see what I would have changed. And now this is over 10 years old. And I think to myself, wow, like this is, this is exactly what it was supposed to be. You know, it's interesting. I've been, like I've I've told you, I've been doing this for, uh, I've been interviewing people for about 17 years and all in the positive uh, uh, spiritual framework. And I go back and listen to ones that I did 17 years ago and the information hasn't changed. It's all the same. It's just a matter of, of the speaker and how it's being, uh, how it's being put out there, but they all have the same basic message, which is, uh, love yourself, love your friends, take care of yourself, be positive, like people, be kind, um, and love. And if we can do, isn't, isn't that pretty much yes, those are your universal messages? Absolutely. 
There, there's nothing more than that. That's it. And then have some joy in your life. But other than that, that's the only thing we're here for. Well, what I find is when you decide that you're going to be happy and you're going to be happy so that you're going to do things that make you happy, then you're going to be happy. Exactly. I, I, I totally agree with you. That's a, beautiful, that's a beautiful thing. So who and where is the next book coming out? It's been 10 years. It's about time, don't you think? You know, I've been working on a second book for a long time, but that's the problem. I've been working on it. So when I feel like it, I sit down and write a little, and I don't pressure myself, and I don't nag myself, and I don't beat myself up. It, you know, it's it's there. Um, and so whenever it comes, it comes. Yeah. That that's it's you know it's interesting because inspiration is that way when it, you can't force it. You can't sit down and say, all right, I'm going to be inspired now. Uh, <laughs> you have to just let it be and let it come to you, and it will. It may not be in your yes. thing. No, but the other thing is I tell people, don't tell other people what you're doing. You don't need to, like, tell other people what you're doing. Just keep it to yourself and do it when you want and feel good about it. Don't ask people to read what you've written unless you're really ready to put it out there. So, you know, there are too many um, other people's opinion that you are not needing at all. Yeah. Well, you'll, you'll appreciate that. Um, because, because of the, the work that I do and the, and the number of people that I talk to, I end up talking to a great deal of, of psychics and mediums and, and people that are that their gift is to, is to communicate with the other side. And I ran into one a week and a half ago at the same or two weeks ago, at the same time that I was trying to put together a new website, a new logo and, and do all that to take it to the next level. And, and of course, the, the guys that are doing the, the logo are saying, this is what you should do. And then I showed it to friends and they said, no, this is what you should do. And then it and uh, so this and the timing is just beautiful when this happens but uh, this gal uh, calls me up and she says i love your podcast i love your message i want to be on your show and i said terrific well then let's schedule it and she said oh by the way i'm also a medium and i'm talking to your dad he wants to be known as Mr. mcdonald and i said well my dad was in uh, um was in management for 30 years uh, with Nordstrom's and everybody called him Mr. McDonald. And he was, and, and he said, and he's also telling me to not listen to anybody else, just to let it go and just let it be and just do it, just relax and just do it. And so that's that I'm doing you know, with the, and allowing, allowing those folks that are, that know a hell of a lot better than I do, because I've still got this stuff, you know, going on, but uh, they, they're, they're taking care of me. And uh, I believe that. I believe they're taking care of you too. Yes. So what we can do to honor them is to relax into who we are and to be open enough to receive the messages from them because we make them work so hard. <laughs> you, you are correct. <laughs> so now let's, let's, because there are people that I have people in my life that I'll say, do you dream? They said, no. I, you never, you never remember. I, I may dream, but I don't remember them. Do you ever talk to yourself? I talk to myself. Do you ever get messages from somebody else who's not you? I don't know what you're talking about. How do you, 
educate people that those messages are free and open to us if we're willing to listen to them? And what indicators, if any, do you have that this is actually coming from somewhere else? So I ask people to remember the last time when they had an intuition or a gut feel. So maybe they were going to turn left, but something told them to turn right. But then they chose not to listen and they turned left and they were, you know, in some kind of a, a situation that they could have avoided. So they probably said to themselves, I should have listened to myself. This happens all the time. I have never heard someone say, I should not have listened to myself. And yet I hear people all the time say, I should have listened to myself. Because intuitively, we are receiving messages all the time. Our inner knowing is guiding. And when we choose to listen, even though it doesn't, we don't know why or how we're getting these messages, but when we choose to listen, we're usually right. So just to simply remember those times, I think it's really helpful in reminding ourselves that we can trust ourselves. Now we're not talking about listening to other people. We're talking about our intuition, which is different. And we do have an incredible intuition. We're born with intuition. So I think that's a good place to start for people. You know, when I was um, seven years old, my parents were not music lovers. My sister was not a music lover. She was a teenager at the time. Well, she was five years older, so I guess I'd make her 12. And so she wasn't listening to music much at all. My brother and I, he never listened to music much either. We didn't have music playing in our house. So yet somehow when I was seven years old, I became aware of the biggest rock band in the history of the world was coming to uh, um um what's his uh, um oh what's his name uh, <laughs> i'm getting old um the uh the ed sullivan when they were on the ed sullivan show at seven years old that's when the beatles were there so music became yeah. a very very important part of my life and because of that and i want everybody to listen to this and i'm going to ask you to confirm or deny this but because of that i get messages through music all the time i will i will turn on i will have a question in my mind about something i will turn on the radio and voila the song that can speak to what i was worried about is there do you find that that's the am i nuts or is that a thing i think that's incredible and i think that you're so smart to know that about yourself you know where to go when you have a question and you know how to listen for the answer and music is it for you and how wonderful! Bingo. <laughs> I mean, just tell you a quick story. I was at the I was at the uh, um, um, parking lot of a Safeway, and I was getting into my car, and a gal came up to me, ragged, uh, hadn't been, didn't seem to be washed as well, and stuff, and 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 she said she needed her hair to be washed and stuff, and she said, I, "I'm sorry, sir, but do you have any money? My husband and I want to buy a loaf of bread." And I reached into my wallet, and all I had are $20 bills. Uh, I thought I had less than that, but uh, so my wallet's out there, and I got $20 bills, and I said, ah, oh, screw it, here. So I gave her a $20 bill, and she said, bless you, we can now buy cheese to make grilled cheese sandwiches. Mm -hmm. 
and and walked away and was and so i get in my car i turn on the car and the song from i forget who does it but it's an 80s song give a little bit give 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 a little bit was the song that was playing and it was like all right i get it you're you're welcome and you know because they were they were congratulating me i feel maybe i'm and i wasn't on drugs or anything they're congratulating me for doing for following my instincts and for doing the right thing. I think they do that to us all the time, don't you? I think you're absolutely right. And the nicest part of the story is that you unconditionally gave $20 to this person, whether they needed it or not. It made you feel good. You gave it with both hands. You didn't get in your car and wonder like, was I just scammed or should I have done that? No, it was just like, of course, here you go. And and it made, it was easy which is everything in my life now I'm trying to make as easy as possible uh, because I think that really is the connection that we make this. Go ahead. Yes. I think you're right. When you're connected to yourself, you, everything you do is easy. You have no judgment of other people. You don't really care what other people are doing. You are really tuned into you. You're unconditionally allowing and loving and minding your own business which is a beautiful thing. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard for us to mind our own business when we're, talking, especially when we've got kids and, and all and other family members that may not be going down the same path that we would choose, but you, we have to recognize that it's their path. It's not ours. Yes. And I think it's especially important to do that with children, to remind them that they do know for themselves, trust yourself, you know, they ask you, what should I do? And you should say to them, if you can, what do you think you should do? Instead of directing them outside, direct them back inside to where they're connected to themselves and they can think about what should they do. Not what are other people doing? What do other people want me to do? No, what should I do? Absolutely. And you know, I'm sorry that you, you and your mom didn't reconcile years before you did. I'm glad you did when you did. Um, um, but you know, she still provided you with, see, I can see her. I can hear her on the other side saying, you know, I'm going to be distant from you, but at the same time, I'm going to let you be who you are. And that's what you need to be to grow up, to be who you're going to be and who you choose, who you say you want to be. So I'm going to help you in that endeavor. I believe you're hundred percent correct. And, and so the next time that you see her, um, in, in the flesh, as it were, or in the spirit, when you're in spirit, that all of that, all of that negative, excuse the expression, all that negative shit goes away and it becomes, you become in together again, as you were meant to be. I think that's true. Yes, I think that's true. And there is nothing negative. You know, I believe that it's all been just a big blessing, you know? So I think our most difficult challenges turn out to be these amazing opportunities because at the end of the day, they're such an important part of who we've become. And without those difficult challenges, we wouldn't be who we are. So eventually, hopefully we can forgive and we can appreciate those people in our life that really helped us along, even though we didn't understand it at the time. Even if the memory of that person is painful 
and that they were not looking out after your best interest or whatever, the experience that you gain from it and as you walk away from it can still be very positive. Yes, and I ask people, if they can, to look at that memory from their adult right here now perspective because when you're able to do that, the memory is very different. You're not small anymore. You're an adult. And so you tend to reframe that experience in a very different, more emotionally intelligent way. And just, just stop me and tell me if you do this, because I do this, <laughs> I do this all the time. And that is something bad will happen or something I perceive as being negative or bad will happen. And then time will pass a year, maybe two, maybe five. And then I'll look back on what happened and I'll look at what's happened between that time and now. And I discover for myself that in order to get to now, that had to happen back then. So it's all part of the divine timeline. Is that true? Yes. And I think the interesting thing is the more you do that, the shorter the period of time there is between the thing that you perceive that was difficult and then the blessing. Because as soon as something happens, that is, I call everything that we do not want is contrast instead of saying it bad or negative. As soon as we experience contrast, we know from there, there will be some desire birth. And we can then, instead of holding on to contrast, we can look for what's the opportunity. There's some wonderful opportunity in this. And it's amazing how quickly the opportunity shows up. I believe that. And by the way, we're talking with uh, uh, Jamie Lerner, and she has a book. And please give us the title of your book again. The Ever-Loving Essence of You. The Ever-Loving Essence of You. It's been out for a while, but she reads it every month just for fun. Every month. I do. Yeah. And and you haven't really <laughs> need to change it yet, have you? Well, there's, uh, I think, a line or two about the Blackberry, but we don't have the Blackberry anymore. So I think that's the only <laughs> only thing that's outdated the book. And if you want to find out more about Jamie herself, you can go to www.jamie-learner.com, correct? Yes. And that would be a great, that'd be great for you to go there and learn more about her and uh, the book that she's written. All of the concepts that we've been talking about this hour are located in the book. Yes. Yes, they are. They really are. It is amazing to me that, that so many people from so many different diverse viewpoints can either write a book or read a book or come to the same conclusions that we've come to. You're you're like the the fifth person in the last week that I've come to that we're talking about the same same things because ultimately isn't that all there is? I I I think that's all there is, but I think that we first of all I think we all take ourselves way too seriously. That's just a fact. And and instead of laughing a lot more at ourselves and with ourselves. And the second thing is, I think that we all believe that there is something outside of ourselves that we are supposed to attain or gain, and there isn't. So that's kind of a blow, you know, because we're really left with ourselves and our decisions that we want to make regarding ourselves. That's it. And then once you step into that, the sky's the limit. It's endless, endless, endless opportunity. Can you imagine 
just just I was just as you were saying that I was just thinking to myself, could you imagine how much the other the people on the other side that are quote unquote responsible for us and are around us are spirit guides and that's can you imagine how much love they must have for us when they when they know full well that the decision we might be making at that time is completely and totally wrong, but they're going to allow us to do it anyway. I think that is true love, actually. It's untrue, unconditional love. But yeah, it's kind of like watching, you know, watching the train coming and not being able to push the person out of the way. Like, you know, and there's a lot of faith in the knowing that, you know, they're going to have some contrast. They're going to wake up, probably do it again a few more times, and then hopefully <laughs> take the leap. <laughs> Hopefully they'll they'll listen to Jamie and listen to your higher self. Listen to yourself. Listen to themselves. Yeah. Yeah, because because if you if you listen to yourself and you realize that you're that you are perfect in every way, even when you look at yourself naked in the mirror and you realize that you're sick and you're perfect in every way, that's a, that has a change in you, doesn't it? It certainly does, and I do believe that we are our own greatest resource. You are your own greatest resource. People don't believe that. I don't know if they've been told that either. Because and that's the other thing. These are all lovely options. Yes. People are, you know, look how big the self-help um, section is in a bookstore. You know, the message is, you know, self-help, but you know, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. No. Self-help is tune in, know yourself, love yourself, guide yourself. Help yourself. Because ultimately yourself is all there is. That's all there is. Which, when you think about it, is a concept that a lot of people, no, 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 that can't be right. We've got science here that says, you know, but but ultimately you are your best captain. Yes. You are the one that is going to be in charge of what you do and is going to be responsible for what you do and the actions that you take. So you should be in charge. And, and it's it's just nice to know. That we're not alone. No, we're not alone. No, we're never alone. No. And which, in some aspects, might make you feel a little uncomfortable that you're never alone. But I, I think they give you enough uh, leeway for bathroom breaks and that. Kind of thing. <laughs> Uh, you know, and, uh, although I do have to say that I've had some of my best inspiration while I was in the shower. There you go. No resistance when you're in the shower. Yep, so apparently they're there. I hope that didn't scar any of them. <laughs> <laughs> but they, <laughs> they've they've been there before. So that's 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 really cool. Uh Jamie, it's a pleasure talking to you. Uh what what are you doing these days? Well how how does can somebody reach out to you? What do you want to do? What what do they do? They can go to my website. I have um I, not a new service because it's been around for a little while, certainly before COVID, but it's called the Quickie, a lovely texting option. So I work with people through texting and I really like that service because right now a lot of people are experiencing uh, not having a lot of privacy. People are living together and working from home. And so it makes it really difficult to do uh, phone sessions or Skype sessions. So uh, the texting is just a great way to, um, yeah, to reach out to me with a question and then I answer your question. And before I even get back to you, you realize you already answered your own question. 
And so I just become the conduit to, yeah, uh, reflecting back to you what you already knew anyway. And so, yeah, I like it. Do you have classes and stuff that you normally do in the non-time of COVID? I do not do any classes. I just work with clients and um, I ride horses and I jump horses and I have grandchildren who I haven't seen in a while. And I'm hoping soon I will be able to see more of them. And I spend a lot of time doing things that give me pleasure. And because I do so, I take really good care of myself. And then I am so full and then available to be there for so many other people because I have put my oxygen mask on first and then assisted others. And that's how it works. That's, that's a uh, uh, flight attendant said uh, one time, um, for those, in case of air pressure, depressurization, de uh, put your, put your face mask on a child or somebody who's acting like a child first, <laughs> then do your own. I, I I thought that was funny when she did it. Anyway, um, it's 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 great. So, you jump horses? Yes, I do. I've been riding horses for a long time, and I do not do it competitively anymore. But it is one of my greatest passions. Oh, uh, just the the um, I have a friend who's an animal communicator. She's on tomorrow at noon. Coriel. Mm. Uh, and uh, she tells me that horses are some of the most intelligent um uh animals on the planet including including us they are certainly the most intuitive animals on the planet that's for sure yeah. and they can and they take the time to uh to communicate with you yes um, they do it is it's quite an honor and a blessing so when you are jumping a horse do you feel like you and the horse are one have to be have to be isn't that cool isn't that cool yeah. i I would love to. I would love to. I've ridden horses years and years ago. I would love to do it again. But uh, it's it's great fun. I'm glad that you are in your life, living your life the way that you want to uh, every day. And you, I, I'm assuming you. You encourage you. everybody to do that. I do, and I do appreciate your encouragement. And yes, absolutely. Thank you so much. I would not have it any other way. Very good. And. Mm -hmm. The, the cool thing is we just we just signed a multi-billion dollar okay we didn't but we signed we signed a deal where uh i have a new website coming for those of you that are uh just uh, uh trying to find me in different places i've um, got a new website that's going to be that's going to put everything under one including um a uh, book selling page that'll have all the authors that I interview on, on my independence report will be there. And then you can get a synopsis and then go to Amazon and buy their books because we have some of the most incredible people, some of the most incredible authors that are here, including Jamie Lerner. Maybe you've heard of her and the name of her book again is the ever loving essence of you. And the ever loving essence of you is something that, well, you know, a lot of people don't believe that that, that they are that. And I would encourage them to, to, to talk to you about, about becoming that because that's the best way to live your life completely and fully. Do you agree? I believe they don't have to become it. They just have to tune into it. They already are. Just tune in. I wish I'd have said that that way. <laughs> it made a hell of a lot more sense. <laughs> so just tune in. Tune into you. Tune into the right channel. And, uh, you know... 
people say, ah, you can't do that. Uh, who, who are you? We got energy. And so it's like, fine tuning your people don't have radios anymore but when there's like that tiny bit of static and then you keep fiddling with the dial and then you tune in and then it's crystal clear and then you can hear the song like so clearly yeah that's exactly exactly the way it is when you tune into yourself i i couldn't agree more i last week i was uh, interviewing a gal on uh, a singer songwriter and and i said well what's the process like for you and she said well i sit down and um i have a little altar and i pray and then uh, um the music and the lyrics just come into my head and it comes down my arm and i write them down and then and then i sing them and i said so it, would you call that divine and she said well, it can't be anything else yeah. I'm not, you know she said i'm not that smart she's, a, <laughs> she's got a beautiful voice and she's a good good young lady but she, but it's we all have that we all have the ability to do. We might not all be able to to do a podcast or to write a book the way you do. Although you say everybody can do what you do, yes, it's easy. It's easy. Just be open to receiving. The if the guidance will come through. It's amazing. And then listen, ninety percent of what I say every single day, all day long, I have no idea where it comes from. I know things I have no idea how I know. But I just trust that whatever is coming through me, okay, bring it on. That's a, that's a, that's a wonderful place to be. I, I have to I have to say, and I operate quite honestly. I operate this podcast in the same way. I don't know. We we have we're not we weren't old and cherished friends when we started this. I feel like we are now. Uh, because I have spent the last 45 minutes with you and you are an incredible human being. Um, and you've got, I think that you're right on with what you're doing. So when, when I ask questions and we put this thing together, it's all coming from somewhere else. It's not coming from me. I'm not that smart. Um, so I appreciate what you're doing and what I'm doing and we can make work together and to do some great stuff in the future. Um, so now that you, so you're, how many grandkids do you got? I have four grandchildren and have assisted the birth of three of the four. Okay. And yes, it was the coolest thing ever. Yes. And how many kids do you have? I have three boys. Do they think you're nuts? You know, <laughs> they, sometimes they say things to me like, mom, shut up. <laughs> and, and I'm and I just laugh. I'm just like, okay, I get it, you know. But they have been hearing so much of what I say their whole life, and so I think that it's been really helpful for them um, in terms of um, loving themselves and trusting themselves and knowing themselves. And at the end of the day, I I think they do think I'm a little bit out there. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. Because, you know, I, I have a couple of boys myself. One of them is not engaged at all. He's in the Air Force in, in Japan at the time. So he's kind of uh, away. But the other one has been part of this. And he actually came up with the name My Independence Report. And so he's been kind of part of this. And he's also thinks that I'm nuts. Um, and, and some of the people that I talk to are, are out there and stuff. And um, but he said to me a couple of months ago, he said, you know, Dad, I don't know, but you just got to keep doing this. That's so great. That's so great. Yeah. 
that's great encouragement, especially from your child. That's great. Yeah, he says, I don't know about all of that, but I, I think <laughs> there are enough people that can benefit by what you talk about that, that uh, and from having people like you on the podcast because having someone like you validates what everybody should or could be feeling if they would open their heart. Could. Yeah, it's a lovely option. Just another option. <laughs> <laughs> and at this point in time, I, I give you the opportunity, my dear, to say anything you'd like to the audience you know, about anything in the world. So this is your forum to get your soapbox out and uh, tell us about whatever's on your mind. Love yourself. Know yourself. Trust yourself. That's it. And laugh a lot. Laugh a lot, a lot, a lot. Because you take yourself way too seriously and life is supposed to be fun. It is. All I got. <laughs> That's all you need. You, you yeah. it is, it is how it's supposed to be. And you are an and a wonderful human being. Jamie Lerner's been our guest. Go to www.jamie-lerner.com. Take the quickie. I may have to take the quickie too. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> I love that. I, I, I love the, the 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 terminology there. So it's like you know, it's just take a quickie. That'll be good. Uh, good way for you to help yourself. So with that, uh, Jamie, thank you for being on the show. And will you come back? I would love to come back. And thank you so much for inviting me. I appreciate the opportunity. Well, I loved having you, and you're you're an awesome person, and and uh, and you know, your life is easy. I want all of us to have an easy life. And if we believe it, we can have it. Yes. So, Jamie Lerner, go to www.jamie-lerner.com. And if you'll stay right there, Jamie, I got to do this and I'll be right back. Hey, and thanks for listening to this episode all the way to the end. Hey, pretty cool. Hey, don't forget to follow us so you can receive regular updates and new posts. And remember, take care of each other because each other's all we've got. See you next time on My Independence Report.